0: Lob Talk Radio Lob Talk Radio Thank Good evening and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am Judge Pomeria and Saroma, the fiery essence that came out of the water to be a vessel for the divine, and I'm your host tonight. As always, I am gonna open first with honoring our ancestors. Please join me. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. May the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, 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 we call out to you during this time of the change and ask you to guide us to our courage, confidence, and compassion. Enable us to stop being in resistance to this new age and new earth consciousness and guide us gently and lovingly into our personal renaissance. As we dare to live our new narratives, enable us to remember that these are divinely scripted for ourselves and for our world. And most importantly, Creator, enable us to move forth from the dark ages of modernity by placing our heads below our hearts, valuing people over profits, and always choosing love over fear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A Ashea Hoasa, Shingabus, so it is. Wow. So here we are, here we are, folks, and August is the second and final Nature Month in this double-fire year of 2022, and this month I am talking about the change, which is what I'm calling the cumulative impact of the persistent global pandemic, worsening climate changes, nonstop violence from war and mass shootings and other traumatic and radically life-altering conditions happening on a daily basis. These things impact us personally. And unless we take time to notice, contemplate, and accept the change, we are doomed to be at odds with it. And the experience will feel like a curse indeed. So join me for this final Part of my broadcast about the change as I discuss how we can enter our personal renaissance as a result of all of this shifting that is going on. And for those of you who are listening over the radio, just this reminder that when I am broadcasting live, if you have any problem with your internet or Wi-Fi connection, you can listen to me through this phone number, which is area code 563-999-3089. I will be uploading a video of this broadcast um, later this week to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio, or my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, which you're welcome to join. And you can also go to my website, which is www.wisdomwalk2selfmastery.com, or in the comment section below this YouTube video. But right now, I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our soul and discover and remember the true treasure of being human. (sighs) I don't know about you all, but, you know, this end part of August, you know, always was, um because back in the day when I was growing up, you didn't go back to school until after Labor Day. And so these were kind of your precious last days of being able to sleep in as long as you needed to, or be outside all day with your friends at Goodhue Park, and those of you out there listening to know Staten Island, you know what I'm talking about. Um And, uh, you know, it was just this kind of downtime, and it's been that, for me, but I also know that for other people, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of going on, and I can feel that there is a lot of unspoken fear, um, based on what people are moving through. There's been so much that's happened that we have not dealt with as a country, as a community, as a culture, as a global community, in terms of how things have changed. And are changing. So there is kind of this, you know, kind of underground bubbling up um, fear that can definitely be exploding out in in very unpleasant and even dangerous ways. So I just want to encourage all of us to really pause, to really give ourselves breaks. Um, Don't wait for somebody to tell you you need a break or it's time for a break. Give yourself a break. And just let yourself get still and breathe and feel. And feel the tension, the tightness, the fear that is going on. Why? So that you can release it. Yes, 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 yes. Because it's when it's underground, when we're not paying attention to it, that it really can run our lives. So, again, that's my opening encouragement for you tonight, and hopefully the information I'm going to share with you in my spiritual spill, as well as the elemental wisdom I'm about to share, will help you in navigating through what is a very, very challenging time here on planet Earth. So my elemental wisdom for you for this week, which started on Saturday, August 20th, and also for the following Saturday, August 27th, is that we are going to be moving through both an Earth Week and then a Fire Week. Yeah, which is coming out of a Nature Week. So it's really interesting stuff. So on Saturday, August the 20th, we landed onto an Earth Week in this Nature Month. And here's the opportunity. Give support. Yes. Pay it forward. Be an inspiration. Offer assistance without expecting anything material in return. Demonstrate your ability to be generous, compassionate, considerate, and trustworthy. Invoke the generative, nourishing, and abundant universal love energy of the earth element to be of service to you and others. In doing this in a humble and balanced way, you will be gifting your soul with unconditional love. This emotional resource will serve you well as you continue to move through the unexpected barriers to the fulfillment of your annual commitments. As you comfort others, you will be comforted. Yeah. So what a lovely notion for this week that we really focus on, you know, being of service, knowing that the reciprocity will come back to us. And I know from my experience in ways that you can't imagine. So next Saturday... We will begin a fire week. And so on August 27th, we burst into a fire week in this nature month. This will be the last week in August. And the opportunity is about embracing and practicing forgiveness. Yes. Invoke the ancestors to help you forego being a martyr to past pain as you invite the grace of forgiveness to embrace you and remove what was never yours to keep. Ask and thank your God for enabling you to receive the grace of forgiveness for those who have hurt you and for those you have hurt, consciously or unconsciously. Prepare an ancestor plate at every meal, light a candle, and feed them with your intention to honor their existence and to receive their guidance, wisdom, and love. They want you to win and are committed to you not repeating their sorrows. You are their dream come true, and they want you to live your happy endings in life. Yes, yes, yes. You know, forgiveness is one of the most challenging things that we can do, but I can tell you that unless we're willing to open up and to really learn what it's about, not intellectualize it, but to actually have the experience of receiving the grace of forgiveness, receiving something being taken out of you in a way you couldn't imagine. And so that's why calling on the ancestors is so important because we can't do it alone. We can't figure it out alone. We need all the help we can get. So I hope that this is helpful to you um, to focus on this week, giving, support, paying it forward, being an inspiration, and then the following week doing that forgiveness work. Now, as a reminder, tomorrow, August the 22nd, is our monthly Earth Day. And the Great Global Cleanup is a worldwide campaign to remove billions of pieces of trash from neighborhood beaches, rivers, lakes, trails, and parks reducing waste and plastic pollution, improving habitats, and preventing harm to wildlife and humans. And I encourage you to go to the website for earthday.org, www.earthday.org, where you'll find this and many other ways in which you can take on very individually, very easily, or there's some collective things you can do too, but this is a personal way that you can make your contribution to making sure that our planet is habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us. And thank you so much for doing this, Ashay. Okay, now let's get into my spiritual spill for this week. And I'm talking about the change. But this time, not about resistance, but about the Renaissance. So here's my overview. I'm going to talk about what the change is, again, do a quick review, and also what Renaissance means, and then why the change can be your Renaissance. Then I'll go over five ways to support you in five things you can do to support yourself, excuse me, in moving into your renaissance. And then, of course, I'll give you a PGO, a personal growth opportunity. My quotes for tonight, and there's two of them, the first one is from Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah says, the greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. The next quote comes from Jeremy Rifkin. He's an American economic and social theorist, a climate activist, and an author of the best-selling book, The Third Industrial Revolution. And Jeremy says, what I'm suggesting to you is that this could be a renaissance. We may be on the cusp of a future which could provide a tremendous leap forward for humanity. Ashe, wonderful, wonderful. So, the change in all capital letters, here's what it is in a nutshell. It's whatever has to happen personally, globally, and cosmically, to bring us back into balance and in alignment with the realities of the 21st century and the creation of the new earth. Yes. And I will definitely be doing some broadcasts on that. And here's a quote from again, Aaron, Ari, Angelus, Ari and the great anthropologist author of the fourfold way, which this quote comes from. Um, and it just is, just kind of nails it so well. Um, in regards to what i'm talking about and angela says for many people the ideals of the industrial revolution toward more progress more development and greater wealth no longer seem relevant yet we have trouble letting them go but if we are to survive in the 21st century we must reconsider priorities yes and so the change is here to help us do that and This is why it can be a renaissance for us. Now, what do I mean by renaissance? Well, first, in the classic sense, renaissance is a word. comes from the French, um, and it basically means rebirth, rebirth. The European renaissance, which most people are familiar with, comes 1,000 years after the fall of Rome, and it lasted from the 14th through the 17th centuries, okay? And it was a revival and a revealing of art, literature, science, architecture, new religious and political ideas, and most importantly, a zest for learning things new. Now, it comes on, uh, and I really believe was ushered in by the plague, which shows up in Europe in the 1400s. Um, So that was similar to what COVID is for us, right, Um, this global pandemic, something that really shifts up the daily routine and the norms of what is going on in the society. The other renaissance you need to know about, because, again, uh, hopefully everybody does know about it, but this one happened in Harlem, yeah, right, New York, and it came 40 years after the end of slavery, and it lasted from the 1910s until the 1930s. And it was rooted in a reconceptualizing of the Negro, which black people were called then, to dispel and cancel stereotypes created by white people. And it was also a revival and a revealing of art, literature, science, as well as the influence of jazz and classical music. People don't realize that. It wasn't just jazz. It was classical music that um, black people were also involved in and performing and developing photography, entrepreneurship, and a reconnection with Africa. Yeah. You know, my grandfather, he was born in 1908, and he shared a memory with me of, getting on the train from Wilmington, Delaware and going up to New York, going to Harlem, probably him and my grandma. And they walked around and just felt so at home. They felt so safe. And this was probably in um, maybe like 1925, 1928 when they had just first met. And he just talked about, you know, what it felt like that this was a sanctuary for black people. And you felt proud when you were there and you felt important and, uh, you know, because uh, Wilmington, Delaware at the time was very much a part of Jim Crow. Um, so I share that with you because that feeling, that feeling of their safety, there is openness, you know, their sanctuary, that's what the Renaissance energy is really all about. It's a moving us in, from a place of fear and into a place of curiosity, of openness, and beauty. Lots of beauty comes out of Renaissance periods. So let's look at this when we talk about it on a personal level. Um, and so here's what an inner Renaissance is. Here's my definition for you. It's a reawakening, a rebirthing, and a revealing of the authentic self through the remembering and unfettered expression of your gifts, talents, and genius that you may have kept hidden or underutilized. It is a commitment to having a zest for learning and how to live your true purpose in life. Yes, yes. Isn't that just wonderful? And by the way, I did do a a series of videos on the inner renaissance back in September of 2020. So if you go to my website, uh, I mean, not my website, but to my YouTube channel, uh, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, and look at the playlist for September 2020, you'll get access to all of it. And I take a deeper dive into you know, what it all means and how we go through a process to have an inner renaissance. And our inner renaissance journey is a journey toward self-actualization, self-mastery, and personal sovereignty. You're able to be in the world without making anyone or anything but yourself responsible for your joy, your fulfillment, and your happy endings in life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're not a victim and believe there is treasure and trauma and that the world is out to gift you. You're not afraid to use and share your gifts, talents, and genius to contribute to the wellness and happiness of others and yourself. Yeah. So, again, self-actualization, self-mastery, and personal sovereignty. That's what an inner renaissance journey is taking us to and that's why it's important you know I also shared in my last video and then again back in January of 2020 the three major shifts that I believe are so needed during this new age during the 21st century to bring humanity back into balance with being humans. and the first is we need to go from being consumers to stewards of the earth and each other We need to go from being mindless workers, you know, I just got to survive, I just got to get my retirement, to mindful contributors, yes. And then we need to go from being compliant to creative. Very, very important. And so none of that's going to happen unless we do go through our renaissance period. And so here's five ways to support your renaissance as a result of the change, because remember, the change is really designed to disrupt things, to break things up, to blow things away, to, you know, make a mess, so that you now have an open open forum, a clean slate, a blank slate, where you can say, okay, let me see what it is I can now be doing that I wasn't doing before, And what new things can I learn based on the way things now are? And remember, we have to embrace there's no going back. You know, it's just like when the first renaissance in Europe happened, they knew they couldn't go back to the medieval lifestyle that they had before. Something had to shift. Some things were shifting, and they had to embrace that. So here's the five ways And they are the antithesis, the opposite of what I gave you for what it looks like when you're being in resistance to the change. So here's when you're using the change as your renaissance. First, you're in victor consciousness. Yes, you are believing that the world is out to gift you, not get you. You're committed to being here. Yes, you're remembering and enacting your highest purpose Consciously avoiding unnecessary exposure to COVID, doing healthy eating and lifestyle, and, you know, just really, really, really doing things to keep yourself present, to keep yourself aware, awake, you know, again, back to that zest for learning, yeah, but you're not sitting up doubting and worrying, should I be here? Am I supposed to be here in the 21st century? No, you embrace it and you say, yes, I'm supposed to be here, and I'm going to demonstrate my commitment to being here. Number three, seeing yourself and others as divine beings on a human journey. I really love this one because this is about accepting and transcending the mess. (laughs) And yeah, that's a whole nother video I'll do for you about transcending the mess. But clearly, when you can see yourself and others as the divine beings, larger than just this 3D reality, but pushing it out into a fifth dimensional understanding about our existence, that we all come out of this void, that we all come from the same source. I think then we can have more compassion, more compassion for what is happening and how it's happening, and we can let go of being in that judgment and that anger and that, ah, that bitterness, you know. Um, And remembering that, you know, in our existence, it takes all kinds. So you're going to have the good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything in between. Um, And your job is to stay focused on you and do what you need to do for you and not think that your job is to take on trying to get somebody to be like you. That's a waste of your time and energy. So seeing yourself and others as divine beings on that human journey, really, really important. That's why that forgiveness piece is so important, yes. Number four, nurturing, valuing, and contributing your unique gifts, talents, and genius in a healthy, balanced, and loving manner. Yes, rather than ignoring them or doubting them, this is full-on, yes, I can do this, or yes, I want to be able to do this, and I want to do it better, Um, nurture, value what it is that you uniquely bring into this world. Yeah, don't waste your time comparing yourself to other people. Not a good use of your time and energy. And then last but not least, the fifth way that you can support your renaissance as a result of the change is to embrace the unknown and mystery of life. This is about co-creating through faith in a greater order and direction, or God, and know that it's okay to have your plan. Just don't be attached to it. You know, really accepting that, you know, there is an intelligent I don't even know what to call it because it's not an entity. It's not a cell, you know. (laughs) But there's an intelligence, let's just call it that, out there that really knows much more than we could imagine. So let's stop wasting our time (laughs) being attached to our plans and realize that there is this mystery in life and we can embrace that. We can acknowledge it and be okay. Be okay with not knowing which I know is a hard thing to do based on public school education because if you don't know, you're going to fail. But this is different. This is about really letting go of thinking you have to have it all figured out in order to breathe. (laughs) There's this wonderful book called The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo, N-E-P-O. I've I've quoted him before, but um, it's a 365-day offering of these beautiful, poetic, Um, pieces of contemplative work. And uh, this one was for, I believe, the um, 17th of this month called Each is a Living Flute. But his quote is, in in, an insidious way, an insidious means proceeding in a gradual, subtle way, but with harmful effects. So in an insidious way, The more we refuse mystery, the more responsible we feel for all that befalls us. Yeah. Yeah. Again, back to ego, overinflated ego and trying to take on what you just really can't take on. It's not for you. It's not your job. Um, And again, when we can stay in the mystery, we leave that alone and we open up to what? We open up to learning. Learning. Learning what the resolution is to be, how it is to be. Yeah. So here's my contemplative exercises for you. Some uh, questions to ask yourself and some guidance to do. Very much in alignment with the resistance exercise I gave. And this is shifting into your renaissance. Number one, I suggest that you identify one way that you are already in support of your renaissance from the change. Yeah. Number two, set an intention to learn how to more deeply nurture and grow that behavior. Yes, yes. So, for example, if it's victor consciousness, yeah, keep working on that. Keep growing that. Number three, commit to a 40-day daily practice of asking and thanking your God, ancestors, spirit guides and loving entities to bring you everything and everyone you need to nurture and grow this renaissance behavior. Yes, yes, the gratitude prayer. And then lastly, once you've completed your 40 days on one behavior, move on until you've called on help daily for the next for behaviors, yeah. And that should take you into December for sure, definitely. That's what we want. For the rest of the year, just really strengthening and growing our ability to embrace the change as an opportunity for renaissance and to move away from being in resistance to it. Yeah, really important. So my Sarah saying for tonight is the one from last week and it is life always supports us in where we prefer to be and life always supports us in whatever changes we prefer to make. Ashe, wonderful. Thank you, Spirit of Miss Sarah, for that. <laughs> So we have come to the end and I'm going to close out as always with thanking my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family for their continued support in giving me platform so that I can share my insights, my wisdom, and hopefully my inspiration with you to be able to navigate through the change. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there, those who have wisdom walked with me and you know who you are, and to my family on both coasts and in the middle of the country, and to my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine sisters and brothers around the world, and those who are listening or watching for the first time. Thank you. Big thank you. I seriously couldn't do this without you and your willingness to listen and watch. Now, this broadcast will be repeated next Sunday, August 28th, on the Black Hole Radio blog talk platform, and I will be uploading a video of it um, and a video of the elemental wisdom separately this week on my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. My next live broadcast will be on Sunday, September 4th, and I'm still downloading what that theme will be for September, but it definitely will be a continuation of navigating through the change. And, you know, in September we'll be down to the last four months of uh, this double fire year. So, yeah, we're in the last quarter now. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, I will also be um, live-streaming my Astrology for Self-Mastery, and you can find the announcement for that on my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, also on my Facebook page and in the Facebook community, Wisdom Walk Community. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, My ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. So please have a very healthy and safe Earth and Fire Weeks coming up, giving support and embracing and practicing forgiveness. Continue to wear your mask. We're in a time where it's easy for people to think that, oh, well, most people are vaccinated. It's good. It's good. This variant is such that people can have it, not have any symptoms, not even test positive. And so if you're not taking the safety measures like wearing a mask, keeping your distance, it's easy to contract it. And I know several people within the last couple of weeks that that's how it's happened. Um, So, you know, the person just didn't have symptoms, so they thought they were safe to be around and they came off of a plane. That to me is never safe. Anyway, strengthen your immune system too. That's the other important thing to do. And, again, practice safe relating, even if it's family members, even if it's friends. Wash those hands frequently. Use the alcohol. It really helps. Avoid perceived safety and practice the science safety. We're dealing with a microorganism, folks. It wants to live. It's clear. It wants to live. So if you give it a chance to come into your body, yeah, it's going to live. And most importantly, most importantly, please remember, you are not disposable. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?